Hi guys, welcome into your Monday quick hitter of the OBR Film Breakdown. Going to give you guys some insights on what's coming up on the website, what has been shared already, and preview the week ahead for you and talk about two subjects for today. This will truly be a quick hitter for your Monday. If you did not get a chance over the weekend to listen to two podcasts, Friday with John Colosimo I thought was really fun. You should go back and listen to that. A ton of great topics covered. Denzel Ward, quarterbacks in the AFC, specifically Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow and the contract extensions that are now shifting, evolving. Justin Herbert included in that group. We'll see where they go with the guaranteed money stuff, but really wanted to hone in on the points being made about the guaranteed money. And then over the weekend, had Jake Trotter on the podcast from ESPN and some mixed reviews. Some of you did not like it, and I get it. Uh, I try to balance perspectives on this show. I think Jake is a little more grounded on where the Browns are. His uh, opinion of where they, you know, uh, made controversial deals this summer, sorry, this offseason here, and sort of, you know, looked at, he looks at it from a different angle than you do because he doesn't have a fan behind his coverage. He was not a Browns fan. He is just covering the team. He doesn't have even a deep-rooted history in covering the team. I respect Jake's way of going about it, and I think he brought forward a lot of a lot of potential pitfalls for the Browns. Now, I always try to do that. If you recall, had Jordan Zermon before the season talking about if things went wrong, how do they go wrong for every player? Because we all in the offseason want to paint this picture of how everything is going to be perfect without recognizing or having discussions around how things could also go wrong given what's on the uh, the roster and the coaching staff and all of that and I think unfortunately some of those things Jordan and I talked about hit so that is always something I try to recognize and bring on different opinions I understand most of you listening to this show are Cleveland Browns fans who are centered on the idea of optimism that comes with the show. I understand that, but I think we all in this society in general could use more perspectives in our life, and I tried to cover that with Jake, and I I hope that you're open to understanding that not every decision your Cleveland Browns make is the right one and the roster's not the best one, and there can be some wiggle room for discussion on where things could go right, where things could go wrong, and I think that balance is really good for a podcast. So I do encourage you to go listen to Jake's opinion, Jake's uh, talking points, I think they were pretty good. I think the discussion all around was pretty good. And uh, like I said, I, I think we should always seek out different opinions than the ones we have as a means to bring balance and understanding to where people are coming from who think differently than you do. So check that out. On the OBR website right now, we have a couple different things we're going to hit on. If you did not get a chance to check out two analytics pieces that were really good over the past few days, um, we had a Jarvis Landry quandary and other options at wide receiver that we posted from the analytics side from Cody Sook. Uh, we obviously continue to have our daily mock draft up every morning for you to read, digest, think about prospects, where they could be drafted. I have day 45 up on you uh, for you on the OBR website. Check that out if you would like. Obviously, Barry McBride keeps the every single day OBR Newswire fresh every single morning. Links, com- you know, uh, commentary on big topics for the Browns, all of it, it's there every morning again. You should be paying attention to that and is a, is a fun part of your subscription is that is delivered to you every single day. Barry does a great job, puts in a ton of work 
uh, when he does it, providing you all the pertinent links and things you could care about for your football team. It's like your morning newsletter every morning. He provides that for you on top of all of the rumors and film and uh, draft stuff we 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 provide and a new angle that I'm going to talk about here in a minute. Um, that's just a, it's another nice added bonus. So shout out to Barry for working really hard on that as he does. And then otherwise things uh, that were put out, Fred Greetham does a great job with his steps to the Browns getting into the playoffs in the next year. He usually does it pre-free agency, mid-free agency, pre-draft and post-draft. His six steps uh, article mid-free agency is up for you to check that out. Encourage you to check that out as well. I put up a Chase Winovich film room, uh, put up his angle for pass rushing depth, why he didn't play many run snaps, why he lost out and sort of faded out of New England. All of that is up and uh, can be viewed and and digested, and and I encourage you to do so. Things that we're going to talk about today um, revolve around uh, the Browns' depth decision with Ethan Pochich. Now, they brought Pochich, and I hope I'm saying his last name right. If I'm wrong, I'll get it right eventually. If you are listening to this driving in to work today or at the gym or whatever, there is a corresponding film room for VIP subscribers where I break down his game. Okay, That'll be up about 9 or 10 a.m., on Monday morning, you can go in, check out some clips, what he does well in the zone, uh, zone schemes, he, what he does well in um, gap schemes, what he does well in passing, why his first three years were such a failure after being a second round pick in 2017, how they f- eventually figured out what his role would be in Seattle, and then now why he has then left Seattle. They have not retained him, a team that is hurting for offensive line let this guy go after starting at center the past two years, why they would do that, what the contract looks like, why Cleveland would do that. Obviously tied to Nick Harris and needing some proven interior depth. They have guys like Drew Forbes, Michael Dunn, Blake Hans as inside options, but they needed a guy that has center starting experience in the NFL just as insurance to Nick, uh, You know uh, whether he's hurt, injured, Unable to perform at the level we expect, and I expect Nick is going to be the starter and perform well, uh, but they wanted some insurance there, so that to me made sense. The experience is abundant now over the last two years. I do not expect, uh, I don't expect Pochett to come in and start right away. Too many issues in his game that I uh, pointed out for you in some film, so... Yeah, I would encourage you, if you're not a subscriber, to please do that because that's what you get. Every single player the Browns have brought in, I now have covered in film rooms for you. We have covered um, you know, Taven Bryan, we've covered Amari Cooper, Jakeem Grant, we've covered Winovich as the trade, and now we've covered Pochich, and we will continue to cover new additions to your Cleveland Browns as well. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The other big thing that has come out is um, this, this news of Brandon Cooks. There's two wide receivers over the weekend who have been flirted. Uh, I guess it's gone public here that, that they could be had at the right price. Brandon Cooks in Houston and DK Metcalf out in Seattle. Now the DK Metcalf one is harder to envision, but I could also, I guess, let me put it this way, a much tougher cost demand, a much better player. I do think it can make sense for Seattle to, to get a lot of return for him because they're going to be rebuilding. Their quarterback situation is more than likely going to be rough and just having this player sitting there unhappy on your roster might not be the best idea for the use of the assets that they have. Even though he's on a rookie deal, still don't know that that's the best move. They might think they could get a really nice return because a guy on a rookie deal is going to make pretty good return um, from a team taking you know that cheap contract situation uh, arriving in their lap so DK is very interesting in that as I don't think he's set to make uh, very much money set to only have a cap number this year in the final year of his rookie deal because a reminder he actually um, you know he actually was taken late second round last pick of the second round in his draft uh, 2019 so this is the last year of his rookie deal. So he would be looking for an extension. So excuse me, I, I thought he had two years. He does not have two years. He doesn't get the fifth year because he was not a first-round pick. So he only gets four years. So he would be in line for a new contract. His cap number this year would only be 4.3, which is obviously a really important thing. He would not cost much cash at hand for the team that brought him in. But there would be a new contract situation looming that does make it a little harder. It would be interesting to see what kind of trade they'd come up with there. But, man, he's a heck of a football player. Um, only 25 still, 6'4", 225, absolute burner. Ideal X in the modern NFL receiver that split end. Uh, boy, that, that guy could go somewhere and really get them a nice return. And then they could kind of, Seattle, as they're gathering picks, keep keep rebuilding. But we'll see if they actually pull the trigger on something like that. The other one is Brandon Cook. So if you saw what was online uh, at the OBR is that Cleveland has flirted around with the idea of Brandon Cooks. They've been in on the thought process of trying to bring that football player in. He's set to make a 2022 cap hit of 16.2. I'm not sure if that would be cheaper. I have heard the 12.5 figure. I'm not sure where that came from, but his cap uh, with some rollover, uh, not rollover, excuse me, he's got a couple void years, but essentially is just this 2022 year, so you can maybe extend him a couple years and see what comes of that in terms of, you know, his 30 and 31 season and avoid some of the uh, 16 million number now, but Cooks obviously has been a really a really good football player for, for quite a while, even though he's bounced to a couple different franchises. I thought what's interesting about Cooks is 
He he doesn't necessarily demand as much, and he'll need a new contract, but that new contract can help alleviate some of the issues this year. But I don't think he's going to net that much money. I had a conversation on, t- not not money, but return on on their like, well, we're not moving for like a late first or an early second. And I'm like, well, this guy's going to be 29. And I don't really see the market based on the guys that have moved like Devontae Parker and Amari Cooper, you know, similar ages, not quite the same production, even though Cooper has a similar production, but I just, it's hard to envision him being moved for something significant. It'd probably be a late round pick if they moved him. I think it personally, it would be better for Houston to keep him for Davis Mills that they have hope to develop. And then if he moves on, if Cooks moves on at the end of next season, they get a comp pick back in return. So it's kind of the same thing. So it's interesting to take him off the take him off the roster for something you're going to get later while he could help your young quarterback currently on the roster. That's just me. If they're actually willing to trade him and they're significantly serious because maybe he's unhappy. I know a lot of people wanted to perhaps see him connected to Watson in the trade that came to Cleveland. I mean, Cooks has... If you look at his his rookie year, he had 550 yards, but then he goes four straight years with over a thousand yards in New Orleans to his one year in New England, then shipped off to the Rams for two years. His his second season in 2019 with the Rams uh, played in 14 games, and the production went down. But then go, goes to Houston and plays with Watson in 2020, right back up over 1100 yards, 1156 touchdowns, and then had another thousand yard season. Uh, last year and if you remember the game in Cleveland Mills missed uh, Cooks on a post where he was open it would have been a 60 yard touchdown if it would have been completed the the pass was just inaccurate he actually beat John Johnson for a big play but yeah Cooks can still play I I don't know where the Browns sit as trade partners for some of these uh, wide receivers if the team's holding them Seattle Houston are actually serious about moving them we know that the Browns were connected to Robert Woods. They were shopping uh, and, and trying to get on, in on a cheap player there in terms of cheap return for a pretty good player. So maybe they are. I will tell you right now, I really like Jarvis Landry, the person. I think Jarvis Landry is still serviceable in the NFL, but I am not dying to bring Jarvis Landry back because I just don't love the fit. He's not a two-wide receiver set player. He should not be on the field when you're running 12 personnel he certainly is not on the field when you run 13 personnel I think the Browns are going to significantly reel back 13 and push forward 12 a significant amount because of the flexibility of what you can do with those two tight ends but still two wide receivers and then 11 personnel is like really the only thing where Landry would fit for me because he could be a slot and function from there that's still valuable even if the Browns ran some of the lowest volume of 11 personnel it was significantly their most used personnel it's just comparative to their peers not as much so it's still a, a spot that a slot player would get on the field like Landry I just would prefer the likes of Cooks um, you know, obviously, if DK Metcalf is seriously being considered to be moved, that's obviously another player that I would take before Landry. There are quite a few, and we posted a lot of our reasons why uh, back at the OBR, that Cody Sook article. I remind you about the analytics behind Jarvis Landry, why I think if the price is cheap on Landry, it can make sense, but certainly not anything above like $8 million does it make sense to me, just based on player skill set, diminishing uh, speed, twitchiness, and 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 we've just seen a lack of consistency from Jarvis. So, not opposed, but I think there are better options. So, 
That's it. That's your Monday. Those are the two big things I wanted to hit on. Please continue to consider supporting the OBR with a subscription. We just brought in Jack Duffin, who we're really excited about Jack's studies. I always get this question from people. How do I get in to something with the Browns? How do I cover them? What do I do? How do I get where you know, a place where you are covering them. Find a niche. Find something you're good at and do it. I was a, a film guy. When nobody else was doing film, I was breaking down film for the for the corner of Brown's Twitter, and that launched into people respecting my opinion on the Browns and uh, has parlayed into some nice opportunities for me. I encourage anybody who's passionate about it to go out, find your niche, and find something you're good at. Jack has studied the salary cap of the NFL, and he's not going and finding things that aren't readily available. While I'm finding some different things that aren't available and have very esoteric knowledge, Jack's a smart financial guy, but he's just going out, studying how the NFL cap works, giving you information on how it applies, and applying his basic knowledge of how it all comes together to paint the picture for the Brown set. Not that Jack's not a super smart guy. He clearly is. But that's why we wanted to bring him in to round out our coverage at the OBR in terms of everything comprehensively we bring to you. Film, insider information, a newsletter every morning, draft content galore. And now we will be able to cover your salary cap needs and questions and put, put forth some articles as well that give you an idea of what some future long-term deals could look like too in terms of Watson or Njoku's rumored extension that could be in the uh, near future and, and many more. Denzel Ward is obviously also a hot topic. So we're really excited about Jack. He's a hard worker. He has found this niche that nobody else does well with the salary cap and defining it and giving you the information you need. Now you find that information at the OBR. We're pumped to bring on Jack. So thanks guys so much. We'll be on Twitch live this week at a minimum of three times. Please check that out. We'll like to have you there for those 7 o'clock starts over the next three days. Uh, appreciate your support on the website. Like I said, consider us uh, um, signing up with us for a, a subscription, which includes Paramount Plus, which is really exciting, a great platform, so you can get that no matter what. And then lastly, thank you for supporting this podcast. Guys, have a great kickoff to your week, a great Monday. Be safe, be well, and go Browns. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.